Bandwidth for all shows on the Aussie Tech Heads network is supplied by Aussie Tech Heads Web Hosting. For a fast, affordable and reliable Australian server with fantastic support, contact Aussie Tech Heads Web Hosting at aussietechheads.com.au. Aussie Tech Heads, Australia's best hosting service. G'day, welcome everyone to another episode of Aussie Tech Heads. Yes, this week, what's the date down there? I can't see it. It's for the 5th of March. Oh, geez, sounds like uh, Apple's in the air. I think we've got a story about Apple and something springing into action or something. That's coming up soon. Uh, so we're brought to you every week by athwebhosting.com.au. So jump on in and get some uh, nice little... Uh, uh, Shared service hosting space. You know, if you've got a business or just want to write a blog, you know, you can set it all up yourself and go for gold, learn how to do it. As a matter of fact, I found some, uh, there's some Udemy courses. There's one today, the, the Ultimate Web Development course or something from 200 bucks down to $19. You can get some really good courses if you just have a look there. And the, the course that I looked at, uh, oh, went for like, there was something like 73 videos of how to went through PHP and MySQL and, and all the, you know, all the good stuff. So, yeah jump into some of that for 19 bucks you can't go wrong watch the videos and learn on your ipad it's great and also thanks uh, to scopeiteducation.com.au for their wonderful support of both the shows aussie tech heads and aussie max zone all right let's see who we've got here tonight we've got uh, a bit light on tonight but we have a special guest but first let's go to will and see what will's been up to hello william hey mate how you doing not too bad what have you been up to I always thought I was classified as special. I'd feel disappointed now. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm special in, in, you know, but I'm still special. Yeah, you are special. We, 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 <laughs> <laughs> we, we try our best to accommodate your special needs. And, uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, so you've just been telling us before the show you've been pretty hot up there in Ipswich. That, oh, know. it's horrible. It's, in my, it got to, I think it got to 42 in Ipswich today. It got to 39 or 40 in Brisbane. Mm. Upstairs in the lounge room where it's air conditioned, it's still 32, and I'm down here in the computer room with the door closed and the <laughs> window <laughs> shut and everything to try and keep the dog barking away. And oh, is that dog got, still going? Is it? Yeah, still... and I got the computer and I got four screens and everything here, so it's it's got to be pushing 40 degrees still in my computer room. Yeah, nice, good work, Will. It look good to see that you got commitment. It's great. <laughs> All right, I got something. Yeah, all right, good stuff. All right, and let's, uh, so filling, I suppose you could you could call it filling in tonight for, who, who's not here? Shane, his computer broke. Eric, he's, uh can't make it. And Jason, he's working. So filling in, I, I, I rang up this next person and said, hey, do you want to fill in? His name's Rennie, and he said yes. Hello, Rennie, how you doing? Good evening, gentlemen. Oh, so tell us a bit about yourself, Renny. You, you, uh, you've been a, an avid watcher of the show. You watch it through YouTube, don't you? Yeah, 90% of the time. It's a bit hard to get to the show live sometimes, so I prefer to do it. You know, next day, I'm always there, so um, just catching it... up on what you guys had to say. Oh, good stuff. And I can see that uh, you're, you're well into it. With a, There's a PC, an open PC, which is good to see in the, <laughs> in the background yeah. there. And uh, 
oh yeah, my bunch of other junk, a printer or a fax or something there. So you're you're well into it. Good stuff. Yeah, there's a couple of printers back there, and <laughs> oh uh, yeah, and a, and a good a good chair too. Look at that chair. It looks like the command control chair. That's beautiful, isn't it? The little headrest. Like <laughs> yes. Yeah. Warp one engaged. That's the way. <laughs> And uh, so tell us, uh, you're a Mac or PC person? Uh, seriously, PC. Yeah, and what, oh. a, yeah, sorry, what about like your uh, mobile devices? All Apple. Yeah, same here. <laughs> same here. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I'm the same. I've got the PC for desktop and, and laptops and, yeah, I think just Apple just kills it in the other space but uh better not say that too loud because william's there just just uh spitting out I a mean, drink <laughs> I, I, i'll tell you you're wrong but you already know because you use the product so yeah oh we had a you must know how wrong you are yeah <laughs> but uh yeah so apples uh apples mobile apples are way to go all right all right now we got all that out of the way now look I'm, I'm gonna... i eat apples for lunch and i mean i actually do eat apples for lunch so you know <laughs> i've got a chromecast do you have do you have uh, TV things, Rennie? Like yeah, t- yeah, I got a Chromecast, and uh... you don't have the Apple TV. No. Yeah, that's not too bad. I got one of those, and just to test it out, that looks that works all right. <laughs> now, Will, someone someone sent me an email through the week about something you said about Chromecasts, because um, mm. they they were because pre- I think we had a discussion the other week about them. And they were saying, I think we were saying that how they streamed, you know, whether they streamed through the phone or, or, or they connected directly to the internet. Yep. Yeah. So I think you were sort of going down the path that they were connecting uh, through it the depends phone. On, it depends on what applications and what you're doing. Yeah. It depends right. on how it connects. Yes, yeah, because I think, um, yeah, so pretty much uh, if you're using Plesk or something, you could start your, your stream going from your computer. Microphone has been muted. I cannot hear a word you're saying. Mine's been <laughs> muted. That's no, come good. You just, no, for like about 10 seconds, you disappeared completely. Oh, sorry about that. You, you just didn't want to hear the, the bag and I give you. Yeah, was yeah, that. <laughs> no, I'm used to that. <laughs> so, no, there was, a, you know, so if you're playing, if you're streaming something from your uh, server with Plesk, Yep. Uh, then it doesn't stream through the phone once it started. The the Chrome task takes over. Yeah, takes over. Yep, that's right. Cool. I just wanted to get that straight because I think there was some confusion out there. Yeah, but, as, uh, I mean that's what I said. It depends on which particular combination of things you're using. Like if you're, for example, coming off a web page uh, off your PC, then once you flick it across the Chromecast, it will start displaying what's on your web page but once it actually loads that page and buffers it'll continue from the chromecast mm. um but from your phone for example if you could because you can play media off your hard drive or off your phone to the device then if you're playing device playing it from your phone and flick a video from your phone across to the part of the, to the um chromecast it'll continue playing on your phone so it'll use your phone for the processing and just use the data transfer across the wi-fi so it, it depends entirely on what you're doing with it yep Cool. All right. Now let's uh, let's get into some stories, shall we? Look, I've got one. Let's. Let, I'll kick off with one. I'm just going to look. I'm I'm trying to give uh, video guys the pictures this week. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to try. I'm going to try my hardest. I, I did save all the pictures, so we're going to see how this works. All right. So Ford. That's a strange name to come up in a show like this, isn't it? So they're showing off smart e-bikes. Now these look pretty cool. There's these little things here. This is what they look like. They well. Cool or um, sad? <laughs> They've got no spokes. What do they call them? Tufts or something? 
they got the hard plastic things as uh, spokes. But anyway, uh, all eyes are on the self-driving and semi-autonomous cars, but Ford has revealed a new type of smart vehicle at this World Congress in Barcelona. Now, this is called the Modi bike. <laughs> so there are two versions of the bike, the Modi Me, and that's for urban commuters, and the Modi Pro, and that's for the urban commercial viewers. Now, do I have another picture? I think I might have another one. That's another one. Now, there are two primary differences. Oh, you see, that's a chick magnet waiting to happen, that one. That is. Look how high that seat is, Will. <laughs> hey? <laughs> Perfect. That. Look at that. Isn't that a beauty? What you failed to mention is that's just one. They come in pairs and you wear them on your feet. <laughs> a little bit <laughs> crazy. I like how they got them in front of the car, though. But uh, two primary differences between the the uh, Modi Me and the Modi Pro. The first is the Modi Pro has a rack on the back. Oh, Great selling point. The uh, which one was that? That was let me the have one a, with the rack on the back. Hello. Let me, well, that's not that's not the Modi. <laughs> no, that'd be, no, that'd be yeah, the Modi Pro. One. It's like a little post office bike. Maybe that's how they can save some money. Send Courier the posties bike. out on that. Yeah. Now the uh, the second is that the uh, the no where, where did I start from? The primary difference. Yeah, the, the back. The second is that the me can be folded up and taken on transport, public transport, whereas the Pro can be stowed in commercial vehicles. So that, that's the one that folds up, I'd say. Now, both come with a 200-watt motor and a, a nine... Okay, so they're both illegal in Australia. That's a good start. <laughs> Why is that? Is We're that... only allowed to run up to 160 watts or something in Australia. Okay, and what about a nine milliamp battery? Is that milliamps? Is that easy? Amp hour. Yeah, is that good? Well, that means it'll run for probably, I don't know, I'm guessing, like maybe half hour. Now, you can get one of these little beasts up to 15 miles per hour, apparently, without excessive effort. <laughs> that's good. So, what's but, that, 25 Ks? So, that's, yeah. I mean, if you're just scooting around town, that's all right. Now, both the Pro and the Mi are kitted out with a rear-facing ultrasonic sensor, similar to that seen on, uh, on the connected cars. Now, the good thing about these little bikes, I suppose, is they come with an app. And so you can put like your Google Maps and whatever into it or something similar. And then as you, you've got this on your, your back or something and it must Bluetooth to the bike somehow. And then when it says to turn right, because you, you know, obviously you're not going to be looking at the phone while you're cycling, that'd be dangerous. So what happens is that the handlebars will vibrate like left or vibrate right. <laughs> things like Which this. works perfectly when you're driving over cobblestones and brickwork and I don't know, Australian oh, roads in general. It'd be fine. You'd, you'd <laughs> yeah. never tell it. <laughs> Well, you just look for the badness in everything. It's great. It's great. But they must... Well, what about... How about then the version that you want, Will? The seat goes up or down or, or swings from side to side. Depends whether... Um, that just depends if I'm sitting on it or standing on the pedals. It doesn't matter. The seat does that anyway. Um, actually, I have to clarify. Oh, it, the maximum power permitted in Australia used to be 200 watts as of May... It'll be up to 250, so they have actually brought that up. So, and 25 kilometers an hour with a maximum speed. Mm. Now, the the app is also developed by Ford, called the Modi Link, and uh, so this will, yes, yeah, so apparently automatically does indicators as well. Additionally, it includes smart routing, which integrates journey planning. Uh, yeah. So suddenly, all this has gone from a 45 minute runtime to a five minute runtime. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. That's right. So, the, well, I suppose if you're pedalling, I suppose you're charging up at the so same you can, time. You can, is that right? You can get from the train station to the train, and then from the train to the train station. Mm. <laughs> so the whole thing is in prototype phase. So who knows when one of these are going to come out? But uh, you see yourself on one of those, Rennie? 
Which one's your I, fancy? I, I'm just trying to think of a pickup line for Will. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, what's, what's the app called? Modi Link. Sounds yeah. like a dating site. <laughs> yeah, Modi Link. So. Yeah, but yeah, well, who, who wants a dink? Who yeah. wants a dink on my uh, on my link? Bike. Yeah. Who wants a I mean, dink? The link. Uh, do they have? They what? Do they have proposed prices for those things? Do they have proposed prices? Uh not that I see. Okay. They're, they're, they're because, just. I mean, you can buy as it is lithium battery electric two hundred and fifty watt electric bikes that will run for sixty or seventy kilometers, um, for like two grand. So. Mm. You know, they better be priced just because they're made by Ford, you know, big but deal. I know, but I think the, the, the Modi, whichever one it is that folds up, that's probably a good idea. You know, you, you yeah, they've got, got them already. They've yeah. got folding bikes. There's, there's ones, um, there's a mob that we supply batteries for. Yeah, right. That make, make folding bikes. So, you know, there's nothing special about that. Oh, okay. There was something just folding. Get, just on. get a mobility scooter and you're good to go. <laughs> That's right. I wonder, I wonder if it comes. Supercharged mobility scooter doing wheelies down the street. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it might come with a, with a benefit. You, you never know. That'd be good. All right. Um, yeah, the benefit is you can park anywhere you want. Yeah, it comes with a sticker. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> All right. Uh, Will, what, what have you got to talk about this week? All right, I've got a few things, just a couple of quick stories. You know, we've been talking the last couple of weeks about updates of things that are coming out. The Raspberry Pi has been around for a while. The Pi 2 has recently been released. Um, but it comes in conjunction with Windows 10 because if you have a Raspberry Pi 2, there will be a free release through the Windows Developer Program for Windows 10. Mm. Um, and because of the the architecture in, in that, it's, in, it's quite a powerful unit, the Raspberry Pi 2. So if you wanted to run that and you want to want want to run like dumb terminals or you want to do um, like point of sale terminals or you want to have like the internet kiosks or anything like that, you want lightweight, um, get those. Free Windows, free, you know, virtually what's the hardware, $45 worth of hardware. That's pretty good. Set, so. And that's running Windows 10. Yeah. That's amazing. So will it run like eight? It might, it well, Windows 10 has got the, um, the multi-platform because I think these have the arm. It's either the arm or they've got... I can't remember okay. off, top, off top of my head. But they've got the um, architecture that the Windows 10 supports. Yeah, right. right. Um, so, I think it's Windows know, embedded, isn't it? It's, uh, oh, it's, it's, okay. it's like the RT or whatever it is. It's that particular variant of it. Right. So it's not like a full-blown... You can't... No. You can't It'd be probably, probably like the tablet one, I'd imagine. Yeah, the RT. Yeah. Well, that was a waste of time, wasn't it? Yeah, but I mean, they reckon it's they reckon it like it's Windows in terms of, um, they reckon it runs everything Windows runs, but it's only just been released, so I haven't seen any mm. reviews on it yet. So I'm actually, I was thinking about getting a Raspberry Pi two. Now I'm really thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, it looks pretty good. Do you have a Windows tablet uh, ready, or what Windows are you running? Did I did I fade I'm out? I'm. Yeah, you did. Sorry, I'm stuck on seven. Oh right, so am I. Oh, you, you'll still get the upgrade to ten. Yeah, that's fine. I'll, I'll be happy, but as soon as it lobs, I'll be I'll, I'll be in there. I'm running a that machine behind me. I'm running a trial version of Windows Ten on that, and it's very slick. It's an old machine. Hmm. It's an uh, old quad core with four gig of RAM, and it's pretty snappy. So. Oh, yeah, that's the way. Yeah, and what are you just playing around with that machine? Just seeing how it all works. Just yeah, yeah, just trying to Feeling keep abreast it. of what's going on with the mm, new yeah. system. So what do you think about, say, Windows like 8 slash 10, like I say, as far as the old, the Metro interface? Are you a, are you a fan of that? 
so-called Metro interface? No. <laughs> <laughs> Short answer. <laughs> no. Uh, well, even if I was, I mean, I could, I can't get anybody else to buy into it. You know, it's yeah. No, I don't like it. Look, I don't. I probably don't mind it. it. Like you must use it on a tablet. You can't use it on a PC. Yeah, right. Use it on a touchscreen. Yeah. Yes, but the same old problem is there's no apps for this thing. There's just nothing. Like well, nothing yeah. of of substance. That's that's crazy. But apparently, I read that the developers are taking the Windows 10 and they're they're punching apps out. So let's let's see how that goes. Well, once again, it's the second operating system, isn't it? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll see how that goes. All right. Now, uh, Randy, you brought along some stories this week. I did. Where do you want to start? Uh, good question. Let me have a look. Uh, well, Netflix is going to launch on the 24th of March, finally. Good. Are you a subscriber so, to these uh, things? We've gone from, you know, having quick flicks to basically a surfeit of um, streaming applications. You've got... Uh, your old mate Stan there, yeah. <laughs> and uh, was it Presto? The Presto, and... yes, yes. Did you download your free Prestos at three months for free from your Chromecast? No. Yeah. You... <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, the, the problem I have here is, and, I, and I'd be on this if, in a flash if I had some bandwidth, but I just don't have the bandwidth. If, oh, I'm, okay. not gonna, I'm not going to pay for buff, to watch buffering, you know? Yeah, fair enough. What, have you got ADSL 2, I would hope? Yeah, it's just two, slow. Yeah. yeah, but just really, really slow. It's a whopping three gig down. So, well, well I've got three. a similar sort of problem because I've got at the moment I've got plenty of bandwidth, but I've just changed um, who my online backup is. So I'm, I'm using um, who am I using? I don't know. I've just changed to someone. <laughs> um, <I'm, laughs> Backblaze. You were using. I know who I, I, I know who I was using, but I'm not using them anymore. But I've just changed to Crash Plan. Oh yeah. So I've got two terabytes plus to put up onto Crash Plan. Oh, that's so, going to take you 12 months. Well, that's it. I've got... Um, two terabytes. I've still got... It, it's been sitting on 85 days for about the last month. <laughs> <laughs> what, do you know, I read actually, because I'm looking into all this online backup, uh, for, you know, I want to, like, instead of, uh, uh, instead of, uh, not instead of, but as well as web hosting, I want to, you know, want to start to offer online backup uh, for people as well. And then I read something, and I'm not sure if Crash Plan subscribes to this, but I read that uh, once you get up to so many uh, gigs or megs, or gigs that you've uploaded, because they obviously think, okay, this guy is not serious, <laughs> he's more than a little home user or whatever, they'll slow your upload. Now, I'm not sure if Crash Plan does that. No, Crash Plan don't do it. Yeah, they um, they're fully unlimited. But I mean, the average home, the average computer now, there wouldn't be a computer sold that doesn't have a two terabyte hard drive in it. True, but you don't fill it up. Yeah, you do. The amount of hard drives I see that are six months old and they're full. Yeah, but full of what? Just crap. But the problem is, it's going to be backed up. Mm. Because if you've got an online backup and you're backing up your hard drive, it's going to be backed up. Yeah, and another thing that some of them do, and this is only what I, you know, what I've read. I don't know which ones do what, but another thing that they do is that if you are uploading your music, they'll know if this or this that track by its digital signature or whatever already exists on on their server somewhere, and they won't upload it again. They'll they'll point to it. So um, I'm not sure if that's uh, quite right, but it must be like their digital signature must be from like a good chunk of the song, mustn't it? Otherwise, you know, you don't want to be. It probably would be different if you sung along 
over well, the it would be different this. if you've purchased a song that's got, if it's you know got the downloadable, the copy. What do they call it? The um, DRM. DRM. Yeah. So yeah. Well, yeah. Look, I'm not sure how that worked. There was just that some of them. Well, they so said, that's part of the reason I went to I went to these guys, Crash Plan, because I was using Backblaze, but then they started making everything encrypted, and you couldn't access the files on online. Like if you need to do a restore, you could only restore the whole lot. Yeah, okay. You right. couldn't do a selective restore. Right. Which right. means that not only did I have to, re- I had to, um, I had to uninitiate the old computer, reinitiate the new one, do a forced restore of everything that's on that backup, and then it would delete it off the server so I could upload it again. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm but- like, well, hang on a minute. <laughs> that's not right. Yeah, that's a bit crazy. But, uh, I've been, us- I've been using Crash Plan for about three years now, and, uh, I've actually done some restores from it, yeah. even mm. with my crappy connection. Yes, it takes a while to upload, but I'm only backing up, you know, photos and yeah, yeah. I mean, I've got. And, see, the thing is, with it too, it allows you to do one friend computer. Like the, the the basic plan I've got, it lets me do um, uh, my obviously unlimited drives internally on my computer. It recognizes um, another computer on my network. It'll or my NAS or an external hard drive, uh, it will let me do a friend's computer remotely somewhere else. Yeah. So it'll let me do up to four. So it'll let me do my computer, um, a friend's computer, another computer on my network or my NAS, and a folder, which is another way of saying an external hard drive. And how so is- I can do all these different things on the basic plan. And what does that cost you? About seven bucks a month? Oh, not even. I think I'm paying, because I bought the first 12 months outright, I think it was $3 a month or something. Yeah, that's pretty good. I remember, Rennie, when I first joined the Crash Plan, I've been with them probably nearly four years. I think I must be up pretty soon. And I think I got the four years for about $115. It was, um, yeah, massively cheap. Yeah, they had yeah. one of those Black Friday sales that got me hooked. Oh, me. yeah. yeah. I think right. I got it for $13 or something. <laughs> so, yeah. For a year. That's all right, yeah. They they've only got to get you for the first year because they know after that you'll, they'll keep you. Yeah, yeah exactly. You're, stuck, you're sucked in. Yeah, yeah exactly. What are you going to do? Just say, oh, no, I want to spend another year uploading everything to someone else. Especially when it takes you four yeah, months, you four as, or five months to well upload said. it all in the first place. Yeah. Sorry, Rennie, what was that? As Will said, I mean, you can back up locally as well because hmm. I'm running. I'm running a... Uh, a Windows Server 2012 Essentials here. Oh yeah, and it's got a a spare disk in it, which I just use Crash Plan to back up everything on my um, D drive. Yes, uh, just for the hell of it, you know. And it's, I mean, th- that's free. I mean, you yeah. can actually use that for nothing. So yeah, and also the you can if you don't. Yeah, exactly. And you can also do from say a friend. And to your computer if you wanted yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah, look, that's pretty good. Their software's pretty good. Yeah, I've been using them for a while, so they're, they're, they're good. Obviously, we're, they're good. We're all using them. But, uh, yeah, but getting back to, yeah, Netflix, uh, yeah, 24th of March, they sort of lagged behind Presto and Stan, didn't they? Stan kicked it all off earlier, earlier than that was expected, I think. They were all going to launch in March, but Stan kicked off last month. Ten bucks a month for Stan. Uh, yeah, look, I signed up to see what it was all about. Missed the damn 30-day free cutoff. <laughs> And I got ten bucks out of me, but uh, I'll set myself a reminder for next month. But uh, yeah, Presto. I think I've mentioned that they don't have an iPhone app. Like I don't understand. Like that's how you we don't watch it on the phone, but you send it to the Apple TV 
I don't understand why they don't have the iPhone app. I've got no idea. Uh, and Probably because that's duplicating an existing service and Apple won't allow it. Well, Stan's got it. So, yeah. I don't know. Maybe and, they just knew how to pay. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, Netflix is to launch on 24th March. Look, I'll, I'll suss that out as well. And see we don't know what content they've got there yet. I mean, because mm. Netflix has done all these deals with uh, Foxtel and... Yeah, whoever else is running around, and if you know, you, you got to wonder. I mean, the real attraction for Netflix is uh, getting things like what's the House of Cards and all that sort of stuff. Yes, yeah. Um, if that's still on Foxtel, well, you know, people aren't going to be actually, you know, flocking to it unless they really got some. But then I think if you if you if you were a person that Peace. watched yeah a lot of a lot of shows like this you could probably subscribe to all three of them the stands the Prestos and the Netflix and it would probably be cheaper than a Foxtel subscription. Oh yes, <laughs> so, probably. <laughs> so it might work well, that, for that you. That wouldn't be hard. No, no, it wouldn't be. It's uh, probably subscribe twice and still be cheaper. <laughs> just but, just off to the gym here, mate. Yeah. Oh, nice work. Yes. Spending an hour in the gym, according oh, yeah. to the, your <laughs> yes. posts. That's right, the posts. Yes, red wine was... Uh, what, what was A glass of red wine was equivalent to an hour in the gym. That's all right. I'm, I'll, do a, I'll do quite a few hours tomorrow night. <laughs> I'll, be as, I'll be fit as a fiddle in a couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, Lenovo. Oh, look, Lenovo. They're still, they're still going. But I think Rennie's got something to say about them in a second. But they're debuting a $149 US Windows tablet. But still, I don't know why. There's no apps for them. But anyway, so maybe they're anticipating these apps. But you could get this. You can get these Windows tablets. This they've launched three actually: one Windows, two Androids, a 10-inch Android, an 18-inch Android, and this Windows thing. The um, look, I won't go through all the specs of it. There's, it's all in the show notes if you want to go and have a look at it. Uh, the Android ones, yeah, one of them will run Jelly Bean, one of them doesn't. You know, so you have got to watch what one you're picking up there. What's the latest, Will? These days, Jelly Bean or there's something else? Lamington I can't or something. Really remember at the moment. The will be the colours. I have to look it up all the time. It's always changing. So the Androids will be less than two hundred. Uh, the eight-inch one will be less than one hundred and twenty-nine. So that's not bad. The the Mix 300 was the Windows 8.1 runs on an Intel Atom processor. has up to 64 gig of storage. So it has all the normal things. Micro SD, Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, two cameras. Lenovo also said that the iPad Mix has a long battery life. But no no specs on exactly how how long. Uh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And, well, that's uh, interesting because the uh, Nokia has just released a 7.9-inch tablet called the N1. And it's the N1, which is what their failed phone was called. Um, and it's, for the base model, is 249 mm. Yeah, that's getting pretty cheap, isn't it? And all, and all those models, uh, yeah, come with Superfish pre-installed. Excellent work. So, now, what were you talking about, Lenovo, Rennie? You had something to do with um, Lenovo, didn't you? Where are you going? Yeah, I, no, I was just going to, you know, talk about just crapware in general on... Um on on new PCs and whatnot. I mean, I I had I had to buy a uh, laptop for a family friend the other day and got it home and had a look at it and then, oh, actually before I even got it home, I said, I suppose this comes preloaded with lots of crapware. Yeah. And the guy said, Yeah, we we can get rid of it for ninety dollars. Oh, thought, well, no, no, I'm not falling into that little trap. Thank no. you. This is a $500 computer, you know. 
Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, it was quite okay, you know, there's nothing wrong with it, but uh, 90 bucks to clean it up, and yeah. I thought I, I can do that for, for nothing, you know. Yeah, exactly, but I suppose some people can't, can they? And uh, they just they just have to do it. But, yeah, like, I don't know, I think Lenovo, they've been, got a class action against them now, haven't they, about all this super fish business. Um, I think we spoke about the super fish over the last couple of shows, which is basically a virus that they were installing onto the computers too so they could uh, well, grab data from it, like what you're browsing and all this sort of stuff. So eventually go back to, I don't know, some company that would serve you up ads. Uh, yeah, well, they break HTTPS, you know. and That's right, direct, yes. Direct you to other ad sites that they make money out of, and, mm. uh, yeah, which is totally hackable. So yeah, they, like, got, they got caught out big time and um, those sort of – pulled their horns in a bit and said, uh, we're not going to launch with so much crapware next time, you know. <laughs> They're still going to put you, it on. If you buy a ThinkPad or something, you, you don't get it. But, uh, mm. well, you I know, think... I just hope others like HP and Asus, you know, take a leaf out of their book. And... Well, yeah. I, I got a, um, crap, I can't remember what I bought, Asus, I think. The first one I bought was a HP, which I ended up taking back because it was nothing like the specs even said it was, but it was so full of crap where it wasn't even funny. Um, but then I got the... I'll have to go out and see what it is. I can't remember what it is. Whatever it was I bought the second time around. Um, it really didn't have much on it. It was pretty tame in comparison. Mm. And, uh, yeah... Yeah, because I've bought a few, oh, not a few, but a couple of laptops, but I always find the ones that I go out and service, they've also, all, all of them have got this McAfee virus protector thing on it. it it's yeah. never, ever used. Like, you know, it's just dead or it's... It is. There are a, lot of, a lot of computers I've done, they go, oh, what are you running? I said, oh, Norton or McAfee. I said, why yeah, are you running that? Oh, because it comes with the computer. I'm like, well, what happened after 30 days? Oh, I had to buy it. Yeah. I'm like... Yeah. But that's Why? What, well, that's what they... Yeah, well, people don't know. But, like, oh, you got to, you know, it's good to buy one of them. I bought that Malware Bytes. I think I bought that was pretty good. I'd subscribe. No, if you're going to buy one, that's the one to buy. Yeah, that's pretty good. All right. Let's uh, see what else has been going on. Oh, did anyone see uh, the Four Corners last Monday, Monday night? Something like that, last week? Uh, uh, it was a replay of the... Apparently, a controversial episode that was produced by the BBC about the ongoings at Apple's um, iPhone factories. So it's probably an interesting sort of a, a, a watch. It's still on the iView now. If you want to go and have a look at it, um, it went through the same old routine, really. You know about uh, you know the workers are overworked, they're falling asleep on the job, and and blah blah blah, jumping out windows and all this sort of stuff. They're signing to work a sixteen-hour shift and and all this sort of stuff, and they're not supposed to be working more than 60 hours a week, which I find is quite a long, big amount anyway, isn't it? What's a normal working week? For 48? So that's another 12. That's another, say, two days. That's pretty, that's pretty big. But anyway, um, Apple has, uh, has, has uh, written back to the BBC and also to the ABC because they rebroadcast it over here and basically said, you know, they don't agree with it. And, and look, I think Apple has tried to do the right thing. They've tried to implement some changes over the time and who's to know when this program was actually you know view, um uh recorded you know so you don't know all these little things but um yeah i think apple's going all right one of the guys in the one of the statements that came through from apple the guy goes look if you've got evidence of people falling asleep on the factory line let me know because that would hold up factory hold up the process processing plant you know if someone's got their head on the on the conveyor belt or something 
Um, but uh, <laughs> Apple is reported to make a profit of uh, 248 US on every phone sold. And uh, Pence, was that Pegatron, which makes the phone, apparently spends $5 to produce each device. So, yeah, a bit of a markup there, if that's true. Uh, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. You got any thoughts on that one, Renny? Is that what's going on over there, or it's uh, a bit of a storm in a teacup trying to bring the tall poppy down? Well, the irony is that I don't think Apple's going to be doing, you know, can do much about, you know, Chinese labour laws. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, nor should we expect them to. I mean, yeah. there's a reason why they don't make phones in Australia, and that's because we don't allow that sort of stuff. So, Oh, we don't. Yeah, I, th- I thought it might have just been an economic thing. But is it like we, we don't allow it for some reason? Well, yeah, you want to work 60 hours a week in Australia, unless you're an executive, mm. um, you know, you're going to get paid overtime and everything else and the price will go through the roof. So. Yeah, well, that's right. Mm. Well, no, yeah. we've got small, or from... a small business owner. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's small. <laughs> What's 60 hours? Oh, nothing. All right. What are you groaning for, Will? No, no, that's what I was about to say. I said you, it's not supposed to happen. <laughs> oh, no, but it does, yeah. Well, I mean, it's the only way to get The amount of people that do one. We, as a country, we have one of the highest unpaid overtime rates in the world. The yeah. average the average person does something like um, 12 hours a week extra unpaid overtime. Yeah, that's probably about right. So I remember when I used to work for the bank, it was all... Um, there was just general knowledge, all just general consensus that you just didn't claim overtime. You just didn't do it. And if you stayed there for however long, well, you know, it's, uh, it's what you do to get ahead. Yeah. See, so, I don't work that way. I never have. You want me to be employed by you from 8 till 5, I'll work for you from 5 till 8 till 5 past 5. That's that yeah. simple. If you want me to work longer, you pay me more. And if you don't pay me more, I go home. Yeah. I, I, I always used to try and get ahead. But, you know, uh, that's and stopped. my bosses have <laughs> eventually figured out that that's the way I am, and they either deal with it or they don't. And if they don't, I go and work somewhere else. It doesn't face me. Mm. But if you, but but though, if you had a, like a uh, career progression plan in a company, you'd probably have a different outlook, would you? Nope. Well, I wouldn't because <laughs> I'm I'm a, you're you're, in, you're you have hired me to do the job that you've employed me to do between those hours. Yeah. But that. But so. That, but then if, if I'm not working, if you need me to be there an hour early and an hour after, well, then obviously you've done something wrong and you either need to pay me for those extra hours on there or you do the work for me because you didn't. that was not part of the original agreement. The agreement that I signed when I started working from you was eight till five. Well, maybe you weren't efficient enough in those eight hours. A lot of the places I've worked at, they want you to go in early so you can set up the shop, you can open up, you yeah. can count the till, you can do all that sort of stuff. Well, in that case, you're not hiring me from 8, you're hiring me at 7. So you either want me to start at 7 and get all that stuff done before I start, or you want me to start at 8 and open the doors at 9. It's your choice. I don't care which eight it is, but I'm not working and I'm not getting doing extra hours and not getting paid for it. Mm. Yes. Well, that's fair enough. You, you want to get paid for what you do. All right. Continue on with uh, a story, Will, if you've got one. Um, just a quick one. I, I, this was actually whilst the show was happening. I just received this email um, from, uh, I think it was from Google Mail at hotmail.com, I think is where it came from. And so you know it's legit. Oh, yeah. And um, it basically says that 
Microsoft Microsoft slash Google promo is pleased to notify you that your email account has been selected to receive the sum of that's a lot of zeros one and a half million and an, and an Apple MacBook Pro oh. laptop. There's the cherry by, on top. Yes, nice. by Google Lottery in conjunction with the Microsoft Outlook and Win. Wow, really? Been. Hang on, <laughs> I can't that, read this properly. By Gmail tech, Lottery. That's a tech salad you got right there. <laughs> He can't read it. He's too excited. <laughs> Get going. Cool. Gmail lottery in conjunction with the Microsoft Outlook window eight. We collect all the Gmail addresses of the people that are active among online among the people that subscribe to Gmail and various Microsoft window users. Because there's only one. We still only select five people every year as our winners. Without the winner applying, we are congratulating you for being one of them. However, you'll need to fill in and submit the following information. Your full name, your country, your mobile number, contact address, your occupation. Wow. <laughs> your identity's not going to be <laughs> ripped out of you. <laughs> and then you can soul? send it back to them and, and win $1.5 oh. million. Dollars. Oh, so, follow that on to me. That'd be great. I'd love What I found really funny is even though this came from Google Mail at Hotmail.com, it didn't go to my spam folder. It went into my inbox in Gmail. Oh, dear, oh, dear. What's wrong with the Gmail spam bots then? Well, normally I've never seen one slip through this. Hmm. This is the first one I've ever seen get through. Yeah, so, yeah Gmail's Which is pretty interesting, good. but apparently that... Sorry, what? Yeah, oh, I think we just got a little bit of a lag tonight. We do, it's horrible. Um, but yeah, the that's really normally really good. The filters generally are really good. I've never actually seen one slide through, but also just on that note, what prompted me with that was also um, there's been a massive increase in the last week again of these scammers with the... Uh, New South Wales Traffic Authority or no. tax office emails going around again. So yes. I don't need to tell our listeners because our listeners are far smarter than that. But please tell your friends that they're spam and don't click on them because you will get a virus and it will hurt a lot. And please tell your kids because they're always on the on the emails these days. My little girl's got an email. She uh, she brings it and says, oh, who's this bloke trying to contact me? And you just don't know who these people are. And I say, oh, look, just block them. And I just block them for her. But, uh, but there's heaps of ways you can. The kids are becoming so much more engrossed in technology today that they've got to know that there's, there is some bad stuff out there, not to reply to everything. But which leads me on to Scope IT not Education. Not just kids. Just everyone. <laughs> no, my, it's, the, my, it's the elderly as well that you've got to worry about. My wife's mm. boss has had like 10 viruses in three weeks because she opens every email she gets. Yeah, well, that's crazy. She believes that nothing should be in spam and everything should be read. Well, she's going to get the crypto virus one of these she, days. What, what do you mean, Will? is going to. She has had it three times. <laughs> well, she's going to get it another three times if she keeps doing that rubbish. She is the stupidest person on the face of the earth and then she complains because her computer doesn't work. Well, that's what happens. That's what happens. But let us move on to Scope IT Education. Uh, kids today are engrossed with technology, as we know, often spending excessive hours behind their screens. The guys at the Scope IT Education aim to fight that war. They instead aim to change those hours into productive hours. They turn consumers into creators. So um, that's what it's all about. Scope IT Education is a teaching organisation that provides curriculum-based technology training to primary age students. Predominantly, lessons are done within the school system with refined, professionally developed courses that align with and complement current state and national-based outcomes. The course range is vast with classes in introductory coding skills, with process-based logical thinking, app development, website design, digital citizenship, 
Google research, and now even 3D printing, electronics, and robotics. Of course, all the courses are fun and engaging. They carefully combine this with specific outcomes to help share our children's education for the future, arming them with the technology skills that they will need in the world they grow up in tomorrow. If you think this sounds interesting, they have franchise business opportunities for anyone feeling that this is the product that sounds intriguing, or if you would like to know more information as a teacher or a principal, check out the website, scopeiteducation.com.au. And we thank the guys for their support of Aussie Tech Eds and Aussie Maxone. Well done. And uh, so while I'm uh, mentioning all that sort of stuff, don't forget facebook.com uh, forward slash Aussie Tech Eds. You can see the show, video of the show at uh, or off the webpage or at youtube.com forward slash Aussie Tech Eds. Or you can jump into the 24-7 Shoutcast Radio at aussietechradio.com. Uh, there's a number of little shows on there, all from Australia or New Zealand, and they just uh, pump around 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Just join in and you'll, be, you'll probably end up with a different show every time you join in. And if you like the show, go on down. Or you like it. me and you, ran, you randomly join at different times during the day and the night and you get the same show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> depends, yeah. Well, I suppose it depends. If you're doing it at even intervals, you might... Uh, Get the same, but it's just completely random. I'm like, oh, I'm bored now. I'll just listen to that. Oh, I heard this already. <laughs> it's just so <laughs> random, but yeah, you get the same shows like three days in a row. <laughs> yeah, yes. All right, um, Renny, what else have you got for us this week? Mate, I was just looking at your story about the uh, new Chinese character that's emerged. Oh, yes. How's that one going? I, I, well, I studied Chinese for four years at uni and uh, got to the stage where I could pick up the uh, people's daily and Oh, well, yeah. More oh, or less read it. Yeah, right. You seen so, that one before? Well, no, because it's not in... I picked up my um, Chinese-English dictionary here. Yes. And uh, had a look through it, and uh, no, I couldn't even... Oh, sorry, you can't even see that. It's a Chinese-English Doesn't matter. We can't read dictionary. it anyway. Yeah, okay. <laughs> But um, yeah, so well, I'll, let's let's stay with that one then for a second. Yeah, so this little character, it's uh, it's been taken China by storm. No one apparently knows quite what it means. So someone's probably drunkenly doodled it. I suppose <laughs> the character. It's called I don't know how you would pronounce it, but it Duang or Duang D U A N G. It is so new that it does not even exist in the Chinese dictionary. So there you go. Your, your dictionary is superseded already. But, oh, it, yeah. <laughs> but it has already spread like wildfire in China, appearing more than 8 million times on Weibo, which is the uh, some blogging, micro-blogging well, site. Wow, Weibo's still a thing. The problem I have with the whole thing, the problem I have with the whole thing is that um, there's, this, there's a sentence in here that Duang seems to be an example of onomata onomatopoeia, yes. which, as you know, is a word, phonetic word mm. that sounds the same forward as backward. And the Chinese language is not phonetic. Yes. So I don't know where that's going. But anyway. <laughs> it's just weird. But apparently... <laughs> yeah, it's just weird. Someone's made it up. And uh, so apparently uh, it's uh, everyone's dwanging. And yeah, is, it, is it white or gold or is it um, blue and black? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Onomatopoeia, it's a word that means what it sounds like. 
Yeah, sorry, that's right. Yeah, there's yeah, no perfect translation, but you could use it as an adjective to give emphasis to the word that follows. A kitten might be dwang cute, for example, <laughs> or you might be very dwang confused. Dwang seems to be an example Yeah, of, of the onomatopoeia. Hang on, let's get the character back up so we can have a look at it. Um, so apparently it seems to have all started with Jackie Chan. Back in 2004, featured in a shampoo commercial where he famously defended his sleek black hair using the rhythmical sounding dwang. Whatever that is. The word resurfaced again recently after Chan posted on his webpage. Thousands of users then began uh, began to flood Chan's Weibo page with comments, coining the word in reference to his famous shampoo appearance. So yeah, dwang, dwang, dwang. It sounds like the, um, the chiffrons or something, doesn't it? Something like that. <laughs> do wang, do wang, do wang, do wang. <laughs> Whoever they are. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Uh, what else have you got, Rennie? Uh, just a couple of things. Um, for the, uh, this is probably more suit, suited to um, old fart geeks, I suppose. But uh, vinyl sales are up 120% year on year. Oh, of? Yeah, that's really cool. And uh, of what? Well, anything. Just in general, <laughs> vinyl sales. I mean, there's actually a, the, one of the few record pressing plants. I think there's only one left in Australia, and they've actually gone to 24-hour around-the-clock processing now. Yeah, right. Just to keep up. And if anyone's interesting, interesting. If anyone who out there is interesting, um, that's the Jackie Chan. It's not Duang. It's Boang. It's ah, nothing at all. Or not even remotely close. So it is the Chiffrons. We knew it. It's actually, that's the name of the shampoo. Ah, right. <laughs> um, um, but yes. yeah, the the final sales, is, it's been going burko. I can't believe A lot of bands now are actually only releasing vinyl. They'll release just a vinyl album now. Now, why is this, do you think? Are, are you a uh, audiophile ready? Um, in, a, in, a, in a sense, but I'll tell you what, I don't, I don't miss vinyl. No. Because... Um, all my records are all, you know, scratched and, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, it doesn't matter how careful you are with them, they always get a click in them and, mm. you, you know, you're always expecting that to be there in the song, you know. <laughs> I've got some of the old ceramic records on an old valve turntable. Oh, jeez. It has the most gorgeous sound and there's nothing at all that comes close to that sound. It's just the most any song you listen to on that at all, and um, you just hypnotised by it. It's so amazing the sound quality. But don't forget, we Can are you rip so em, rip them. We're so you can't. <laughs> there is no digital equivalent to vinyl. You cannot reproduce, even come close to reproducing that sound on digital media. And especially given the limited bit rates and the high compression that we have on digital media, even our studio raw. Audio file, which I have some of because uh, there are people in my family who record that for a living, uh, several hundred meg for a song on a, mm. on a raw version of that is still not as clean as actually listening to it. Yet vinyl comes across absolutely amazing. Yeah. Well, it's, um, it's, it's analog, isn't it? Really? So it's, it's like it's not compressed or restricted. It's analog. It's, it's, it, it records that's right. It's not compressed. It records every single 
every single hertz spectrum from one hertz mm. up to whatever the you know twenty thousand. Whereas your your digital copies, even the uncompressed stuff, only does from like a hundred to fifteen thousand. Or I can't remember what the top range is, but the the frequency response in a digital in digital music is so far below what it's like basically the difference between using Skype and using a telephone. Mm. Skype has a much broader response frequency and usually the audio coming through Skype if you have a decent connection and Microsoft doesn't get in the way um, is much cleaner than the same conversation heard over a phone because the compression in a phone, even though it's only one single mono voice channel, but you multiply that by, you know, a couple of hundred samples when you're putting music and effects over top of it. And, yeah, the analog system is by far a better system. Because the whole, whole idea with the MP3s is that, like, you take it from an analog, which has got that wide range of, of, of the hertz, as Will was saying. And so the MP3 dudes, when they created that, they go, okay, well, human ear can't hear from there on and can't hear from there on. So they'll, they, they, get, they discard that information. That makes the file instantly so small. And then, that's, and then they compress the, what's left even further. And, uh, it's not only that. It's not only that. But the thing is, you may not be able to hear that sound, but you can hear that it's not there. Yeah. And that's what it comes. It, I mean, <laughs> the the younger generations, the kids, you know, who are probably twenty and below, they're quite happy to be listening to their phone while they're walking down the street on something they've recorded off the radio the day before. You know, as as long as it's sort of noise, that's they're happy to listen to that. Mm. But if you're a true audiophile and you really appreciate music, you listen to Beatles, you listen to um, Pink Floyd, you listen to any of those, you listen to them on record, and then you listen to them on CD, and you cannot stand there and tell me that the record is not far superior, especially through a good set of the good old-fashioned solid headphones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's good. You know, that's... and that's that's what it comes down to. I mean, yes, modern digital music is fine. But it's if you're not. Con- an audio connoisseur, you would you, you would appreciate the the vinyl, except if it's if you're one of Rennies with scratches and and, <laughs> and rubbish all over it. Yeah, so but I mean, even I'll admit that vinyl has a pecu- you know pecu- I'll call it peculiar sound, mm. but it's uh, very warm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, sort of, the thing is, it's though, for sure. The later stuff, like the late 80s, early 90s, the record players were getting cheap. The records were pressed out of cheap materials. They weren't the quality of the earlier stuff where you had the proper valves and the reeds and the proper warm-up of the amplifiers and all that, where you had that uh, that humming in there before you even started the record up and then you had that mechanical clunk of the of the arm as it drops onto the record with the <laughs> you know mm. that's that's the experience of listening to a record it's you can't yeah. emulate that aren't um photos coming back now as well like like developed photos yeah is that cool? um it's becoming a very like proper film photos as opposed to printed Did digital photos yeah yeah, yeah. Um, because once again the quality and depth it doesn't matter how good your camera is it's a digital image. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It is nowhere near as... I mean, there's, there's tr- trickery you can do on a digital camera that you can't reproduce on, on a film camera. But once again, it's that warmness, it's that analog, that organic feel that yeah. you get with a, a, a proper camera that you don't get with a digital image. 
And even as like things like I th- everything's going to go full circle <coughs> in it. Like you know, you get all your magazines now on your iPad. Well, I've start. I've just subscribed to a paper one because I want to. I think a paper one's better because I can mm. take it more places, screw it up, uh, throw it around, and it's still. I can. I just open it up and it's there. It's on straight away. If you know what I mean. I mean, yeah. So I'm, I'm going back to paper. I'm, I'm going I still backwards. I've like about that. Like traveling. I spent a lot of time traveling when I was working in Melbourne. I'd spend an hour each way on the train a day, and a paper. A normal traditional newspaper yeah. wasn't necessarily beneficial um, because it was too big, too bulky, too awkward. But then you had things like the um, the MX and stuff like that were, that were small, like 10-page, half-fold newspapers. They were nice and easy to use. You know, you could get them out of the way, stuff like that. They were great. So, yeah, actual hard copy, I'm in two minds about that. I think there is a place for it, like a lot of... Um, Workshop manuals, for example, like I still use the, the actual hard copy workshop manuals to, to fix cars and things like that because there's nothing like having that open That's on right, your workbench yeah. with, the, with a screwdriver on the page that you're working from to keep it mm. open mm. and all the grease stains on the most commonly used pages. So when you buy a car, you look through it and you go, ah, oh, so that's where the problem is. Um, <laughs> you know, stuff like that I still believe is far better to read on paper and blueprints and schematics are far better on paper than on digital but... There's definitely I think the bulk of the media we consume these days digital is doing it justice like there's no reason to have a paper version of a lot of it I don't think. Mm. Well that's right. But uh so are we st- are we still lagging or are we sort of all Yeah, it's horrible. Yeah, so sorry. I'm, I'm yeah, if we can we're nearly we're nearly at the end. So uh, I don't think it's not lagging too much for the recording. So that's not too bad. But uh look, well let's go into the richest man in the world. Any surprises that it's Bill Gates again? Uh <laughs> this is the 16th time he's he's had this honor from uh well, He keeps giving money away, so I don't know how he keeps making so much, but I know. Go. I know. This is everything he gives away is a tax deduction. <laughs> it might be, but uh but yeah, but anyway, so Forbes magazine has has got him up there as number one again. Now he beat he beat this Mexican businessman Carlos Slim. Now Gates' net worth rose by just over three billion. It rose by three billion uh, in the year to thirteenth uh, of February to seventy nine billion dollars. That'd be US, but seventy nine billion. That'd just be the interest, probably. A lot of money. <laughs> oh, he'd still he'd still be getting a massive. Uh, dividend from Microsoft. If I they... mean, he's everywhere. Have you seen the Aussie Tech Heads page lately? Oh, there he is. <laughs> What's he doing down there? What page is that on? It's Aussie Tech Heads. Hey? <laughs> you didn't know about this, did what you? have you done? There is a fantastic little uh, <laughs> web page called um, Geo, GeoCityizer. Right. And it turns modern web pages into what the old GeoCities pages used to look like. <laughs> <laughs> so if you go there and put the Aussie tech heads one in, that's what you're going to come up with. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, I thought I'd been hacked. Yeah, no, not again. <laughs> not again. So anyway, so there, there's a record 1,826 billionaires in the world. Now, that's an increase of 181 in the past 12 months. Excellent. Gates has now been top of the list for tw- uh, 16 times uh, over the last 21 years. There's also a new record of 46 billionaires under the age of 40. Damn, I didn't make it. Uh, Zuckerberg moves up five places to the rankings to number 16, worth about $33.4 uh, billion. The youngest billionaire in the world is 24-year-old Ivan Spiegel. 
the co-founder of the Snapchat. Can you believe it? Snapchat. <laughs> Yuck. Um, Rennie, are you a Snapchat user? No, I'm not, but you got to think that's all paper money. I mean, well, it's not even paper money. It's uh, a value the, that's yeah. been whacked on a company. Yeah, I'd say. And pending, a, pending another um, round of funding, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah, 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 true, 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 it's, true. Uh, yeah, it could disappear tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, there he is, the $1.5 billion anyway. Silicon Valley has produced 23 new billionaires this year. Uh, and I think Rennie's probably pretty much on the money there. It's probably just all on paper. Uh, what, you know, if you go try to sell these things. Well, Snapchat was offered, uh, what, a billion or something, wasn't they? And they, he turned it down, reckons he, or was he offered less? I don't know. But anyway, uh, so 2015 ranking, Bill Gates. And where do you go down to? So Microsoft, then next guy, this Carlos Slim, who was into phones and construction. Phones and construction. That's uh, too <laughs> diverse, pretty... You know, in Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> well, I suppose... Every Isn't con- that like construction of uh, of playing cards and poker chips? Yeah. <laughs> Warren Warren Buffett. Uh, oh, really? Still? Yeah. Amanica Ortega in fashion. Uh, Larry Ellison, Oracle. Charles Koch, industrialist. Uh, there's Walmart. Oracle, Christ- really? Wow. Yeah. Oracle must has disappeared from day-to-day sort of uh, media, I guess. He's just he's living on the memories. Uh, yeah, so yeah, there's uh, there's quite a few in there, so um, that's pretty good. Uh, well, what else have you got? You want to talk about? Um, just quickly, for the last couple of years, we've been bagging out Virgin Mobile, obviously for obvious reasons, because they're Virgin Mobile and they deserve to be bagged out. Um, but um, the last month, they have just decided they've been doing rollover voice and rollover SMSs and stuff for a while. Oh yeah. But uh, in the last month, they've now decided that they're doing rollover data as well. So yeah. you can actually, um, although it's only 30 days, so it's only a month after, but if you don't use any data on your previous month's plan, you can roll it over. It'll automatically roll over into the next month, so you have whatever data is left over plus your new data as well. They're the first uh, phone company in Australia to do that. Um, yeah, although things good. like um, in, in America, a lot of the, the AT&T, for example, has like LT Mobile has a one year rollover, so you've got one year to roll over your data, but still, it's it's a start, so yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, not too bad. Old Virgin, so that they, they use the Optus Optus uh system, don't they? Yeah, I think they've ditched all their own towers now. I think yeah. they decided that after three sold them all to them and they couldn't maintain them, they decided to get rid of them. <laughs> now, the World Health Organization has uh come out with a, a warning for young people reckons that you, you shouldn't be listening to your Walkmans or Walkmans or your iPhone for more than a, <laughs> <laughs> for more than an hour a day. So there you go. It says listening one, to how? 1.1 billion teenagers and young adults are at risk of permanently damaging their hearing by listening too much too loudly. Audio players, concerts and bars were posing a serious threat. Uh, the figures show that 43 million people aged between 12 to 25, 12 to 35 have hearing loss. Oh, that's no good. Oh, what I went. Is that? Yeah, <laughs> I went to the. I went to Susie Quattro the other week. I had a bit of ear ringing. Oh, when how I came was out. that? That would have been awesome. Oh, it went off. Went crazy. I've never seen anything like it. I so wanted to go and see that. Yeah, no, it was really good. Uh, it was probably oh yeah. Every look at, by the end of it, five five songs or whatever. Uh, from the end, there was yeah, not one person sitting down. Eh, it was just all just up and just going crazy. It was just. A really, really good event, really good concert. So, um, her last tour, which is a shame, I left it to the last one to go and see it. But anyway, now, uh, oh, look, we talked about Chromecast and stuff before. Now, if you 
if you want it, you can get three months of the Australian personal computer for $3. Dollar a month. There you go. You just go to the Google Play Store and you'll be able to do that. Now, it's pretty strange because it says that the, uh, the promotion runs from March the 2nd to the 16th, lasts for the first three months of the subscription. So, look, I went all the way up to purchase and I couldn't see anywhere where it said that you were only buying it for a dollar for a month for three months. I don't know where their terms were, but uh, I couldn't see it. But you want to be careful anyway, because it says after that, the regular price of six forty nine per issue from then onwards applies. But then, then again, I went six forty nine. That's a bit rich, isn't it? You know, for a digital copy of a magazine. And so then I went to the APC site, looked how much it was to get delivered to me door, and it was only like five dollars twenty or something. <laughs> and I, I don't understand it. So there, anyway, if you if you're interested in APC, go and have a look. It's Dollar for three months. Uh, if you're going to do it, you might as well get that one. I didn't even know they're still around. Yeah, they're still hanging. To be honest, yeah, they're I still haven't even walked into a news agent for probably twelve months. <laughs> yeah, they're still hanging around. Uh, what else? Have you got anything else, Rennie? Let's have a look down here. What do you got? Um, what do you got uh, here? Just to finish up there, mate. I've got yep. um, get your smart car now because they're going away. Yeah, where are they going? They flat uh, out of Australia. Put it that way. What does that mean? Uh, well, believe it or not, they've been selling smart cars in Australia for since 2005, I think. Right. And uh, they've decided since they've sold 200 or something this year, uh, it's probably time that they moved on and got out of the market. Yeah, right. <laughs> the biggest problem is they're just too expensive for what they were. Yeah, comes down way to overpriced. Yeah. Well, I suppose all, all these new things are. I was in Europe a few years ago, and they were, they were quite popular um, because they could park end-in. Yeah, okay. Uh, mm. and which made sense in places like bloody Rome and Paris and stuff. Mm. Until, until someone decides that you're a bit too close and they just <laughs> Hit you. Go, go straight into your door and uh, <laughs> shunch up the road sideways. Yeah. Well, we used to park back in, I've didn't we? I've seen that happen. Yeah, we used to park rear to the curb. I don't know why they changed. You're not allowed to do New that. New South anymore. Wales front to the board in now. They what? Sorry, Will? It depends on where you are and what state you're in. New South Wales, a lot of the places still do rear in. Yeah, right. I didn't mind rear in. <laughs> so, you know, so it was good. <laughs> it's um, the biggest problem with it is you've got holding up traffic. That's why they stopped doing it. Yeah, right. Be- because you got to the whole all like if you stop in the middle of the road and all the cars behind you have to stop and then they've got to wait for you to back in, assuming they give you room to do that. Mm. Whereas with Ford in, okay, you're going to hold up cars when you're backing out, but it's for a much shorter period of time. Yeah. Now, now, Randy, you've got here, you wanted to discuss voice recognition. You, you, are you a fan? You, you're discussing it because you like it or you, you hate it? Well, um, what I was actually uh, on about is because <laughs> I really don't see some of these tech trends that are current at the moment taking off. Mm. Um. Maybe they will for kids and whatever, and that they'll, they'll probably tell us what we need to do in the future. But um, so you know, you, t- yeah, talking so to talking to inanimate objects, yeah, yeah. Um, is a a bit weird, and b it's often fraught because they get them they get the story wrong, you yeah. know, yeah. whatever you're trying to tell them to do. Well, it's funny you say that because I was uh, on a website today, and you know how they have the instant chats. You know, oh. you can you can chat to yeah, an yeah. operator oh, yeah. or whatever. I hate 
Yeah, and so I got onto one. It's okay if they sit in the corner, but when they pop up in the middle of the screen and go, hey, we noticed you've been here for more than five seconds, you must need help. Yeah, well, this one popped up when I went to close the browser or whatever. And so it popped up and I went, oh, okay, well, I'll, I'll ask my questions, you know, because I, I might as well get it off my chest. I'll ask the questions. And then the first couple of lines was, hi, how are you? My name's whatever, Amber or whatever it was. It's scripted, yeah. Yeah, and then it was just, I just, and then I said, are you real? And it came back and it said, I'm your virtual assistant. And I went, okay, are you human? I can help you if you want. And I went, okay, you're not. <laughs> so, so it's even gone to that, Rennie. It's even gone to now you, you, you're chatting to machines, you know, and the machines are trying to give you the answers. Which yeah, is... I, draw the, I draw the line at Siri. Yeah. You um, know, that, that sort of works. That's not too bad. Yeah. So I think but, I'm... Uh, I have I'll, to I'll, you know, I was I'll just watching the... a... Sorry, yeah. go on. Sorry. I was going to say, I've got the, um, well, I'm, on me, I've got the Note 2 and the Note 3 and the Note 4. Um, and because i got the Note 4 because the Note 2 was off contract. So, and I actually had a play with it the other day, the voice recognition on all three phones. I put them side by side, said, you know, I set the keyword to, hey, Google or whatever the keyword is and um, triggered them all and asked a question on all of them at the same time. And... The only one that actually got it right, what I said, was the Note 4. The Note 3 was almost right, and the Note 2 wasn't even close. So, obviously, whatever they're doing in their voice search is getting better. Hmm. Here's, here's something for your iPhone, Rennie. Ask Siri, why are fire trucks red? And, <laughs> and see what she tells you. It, uh, it's, uh, oh, it's not uh, rude or take anything. hours, mate. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Michael brought it up on uh, the Aussie Max Zone on Tuesday, and uh, so I did it, and she gave me the answer. I thought oh, that's pretty clever. All right, uh, look. Have you seen the thing going around on Facebook at the moment where you type, you go into your comments thing, and you just do, um, you bring up your keyboard so that you you bring up your on screen keyboard, and then you press the middle, uh, the middle, you know, autocorrect button. Yeah. Whatever it, whatever it comes in, you just press that 20 times and then you have a sentence structure. So it's um, it's different on every phone. On this one, on my, this one I did it earlier and it just kept up, come, coming up saying I am beautiful. <laughs> on this one it That's comes up That's why you kept says, that phone. On this one it says I'm a beautiful person and I have a great day. Oh, see, that's why you can't get rid of them, Will. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's some, but you read through the comments the thing that's going around on Facebook and some are hilarious. It's like I have a duck that walks on water and his name's Fred and stuff like this. <laughs> yeah, right. So what you got to push the middle thing. Yeah, just the middle or the middle auto um, correct word auto correct thing. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> All right. Well, this is my little last little story for this week. Uh, we we better tell you about it. The Apple event, which is March nine. Did I, I didn't talk about this? Did I? I might have quickly, but anyway, uh, the March nine. So that's uh, we'll talk about that. This what happened on March nine next week. Uh, it's called simply bring for spring forward. Is the is the invitation? What's on the invitation? Which is you know who who would know what it means? Everyone likes to uh, get into these little Apple slogans and invitations. But obviously, it's look the March the nine is the day after or the day before daylight saving in the US. So you know time watch all this sort of stuff. Apple said the event will take place in San Francisco 10 a.m., which is around about I think that's 5 a.m. in Sydney 6 a.m. 6 a.m. in Sydney, 5 a.m. up here 
in Queensland. So the company has said that its SmartWatch wearable devices unveiled last year to much fanfare were on track to begin shipping in April. It will mark Apple's first new product since the iPad. How's that? 2010. Apple has <coughs> previously indicated the entry price will be whew, 349 US. That's getting up there. That's going to be like, what's that going to be? 349 US, if that's right. That's going to be close to 400 bucks for a watch. Ouch. That's a lot. That's a lot. Uh, and that was another one. Something else you didn't like, isn't it, Many Wearables. You're not a fan of the wearables? You think they're a passing fad? Hula hoops and yayas, mate. That's yeah. what that is. <laughs> yeah, could be. Could be. Look, I'm waiting for that, the Apple Watch to come out, see what it's all about. Uh, look, I can't see... Can't see myself dropping four hundred on it. Yeah, I think you and you and I and a bunch of others are sort of standing by to see what Apple's actually yeah. got. It'd have to be and, uh, and yeah, there'll be people as second it's release. They'll be lining up around the block to go and get it. <coughs> oh yeah, oh, that's no right. doubt, no doubt. Yeah. So if you want more more on that, more on the anticipation of the Apple event, just uh, download this week's Aussie Max Zone because uh, we spoke about it a bit more in depth down there. All right, well, that brings us to the end of another week. Unless anyone else has got anything to uh, to get off their chest. Will, you know, um, have a quick couple of things. So tell yep, us. Just, just quickly, um, we all know that selfies are, you know, the big thing at the moment. So, um, uh, so whoops, I missed the story. So, Lenovo's getting on the act. They've created a selfie flash. It's a Bluetooth-triggered flash that plugs into the uh, headphone jack to power it. And Jeez. it's um, designed to be triggered when you press the, the camera button so that it lights up your face and gives you a nice, high-quality, well-lit selfie rather than the nice, horrid dark images that you see getting around. Nice. Um, it's supposed to be 45 bucks when it comes out later this year in Australia. Nice. Um, so these are all stories from the uh, new World's Largest Mobile Phone Convention Show, which is uh, the Mobile World Congress in Barcelona. Um, there's the top 10 ones they're showing. There's only a couple that are super interesting. One is one I mentioned before about the new Nokia tablet that's being released. The uh, 7.9-inch tablet uh, made of solid aluminium, um, et cetera, et cetera. You can check out about that. It's called the um, uh, the N1. Yeah. Um, there's obviously people are getting on the watch. LG is doing a, a watch as well. Um, we're running WebOS, which is interesting. Um Samsung is doing the uh, the gear, which is basically the Oculus Rift sort of deal. Um, so that's becoming more and more of a reality. Speaking of uh, high-end watches, guess. Um, you're supposed to guess. Anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> has Look teamed nice. up with the California-based um, analog watch manufacturer. So it's still a traditional analog-style watch. But you can see down the bottom there, it's got a small LCD display. And that's to connect to your Apple or your Google-based phone using apps, and it'll deliver text messages, voice messages, translate to text, uh, phone calls, and various other bits and pieces down that little screen there. Nice. Um, and HTC is doing the Vice, which is the rotational virtual reality headset. It's got infrared scanners and things like that all around it so that it detects full 360-degree um, head movement Yep. Um, so that you can... Keep, so, you know, do the whole proper virtual reality thing. Um, and, yeah, there's a few other bits and pieces, but they're, they're, apparently they're the top 10 things that have come out of this. So it's obviously not going to be a very busy year. Hmm. Good work. <laughs> All right. Good stuff. 
All right, I think that's that's about it. And oh, look, isn't it good to have the footy back, eh? First round one. Yeehaw, let's go. Um, so that's, yeah, I was going to pass comment on that. Remember that, that guy that was on Michael, what's his name? The guy with the cocaine? He got $2,500 fine. It's crazy, isn't it? He had, he had something really. like 28. I was wondering how that turned out. We had 28. Do you have 28 kilos on him or something? Or 12 kilos or something? He gets $2,500. Carmichael Hunt. Yeah, crazy. Crazy. There's, some, yeah, there's the, something in the, the name. Uh, on the ARU pinged him for thirty thousand and yeah. six weeks. Six weeks suspension. Oh, only six weeks. I thought they would have kicked him out, like for bringing the game into disrepute. But uh, anyway, no, because he didn't talk back to an umpire, so he's fine. Yeah, didn't pat one on the head. So. <laughs> they pinged him ten times more than the uh, judicial the system. Did. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's. I don't know how that works. I don't know. Yeah, two and a half grand doesn't seem a lot, does it? When he earns, he's earning something like probably a million a year or something, whatever he was on. But anyway, that's 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 a story for another show. All right, so thanks, Rennie. Thanks for coming in. Good to see you. Good to have you on for your first time. Oh, it's great to be here, guys. Happy to join you. Good stuff. Well, hopefully we'll we'll see you again sometime. If you're Love willing, you. yeah, good stuff. Good work. All right, thanks, Will. Thanks for coming on. No and, worries, uh, and don't forget uh, go and check out obsidianloft.com for all your Minecraft and. Uh, voxel-based gaming requirements. Um, and also check out oldfartgeeks.com. It's for the uh, old tech and just us sitting around and having a bit of a natter about old stuff and what we enjoy doing and what we miss and what we look forward to in the old stuff. So check that out as well. Yes, and uh, good work. And I don't even know what Vox is anyway, so I'm going to ask Will what that is in a minute. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time, uh, catch us on iTunes, on the RSS feeds, uh, YouTube, do us on Facebook. Or send us an email, uh, anyone, at, at aussietechheads.com.au. Even if you want to say something to Rennie, just send it to Rennie at aussietechheads.com. It'll get, come to me and I'll send it on. And what else? That's about it. So thanks for, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. See you later. Bye-bye.